welcome back to the Guys League Talk podcast. I'm your host, Gabriel Ramsey. Uh, this is the third episode so far. Uh, previously, we've discussed the, well, previous games that Guys League have taken part in. I can't really think of them off the top of my head. As well as that, we've interviewed Adam Hoare, the Guys League uh, youth striker, who, since that interview, has actually penned himself a new deal at the club. So, first of all, that's a congratulations to Adam. Uh, well deserved. He's come across as a very mature young man uh, in his interview but yeah this episode is going to be slightly different and a lot shorter than usual probably uh, just due to the fact that I've had a bit of a nightmare this week in terms of football and guises so uh, I was fortunate enough to be at the final of a game in front of fans uh, oh just the final of a game actually uh, come to think of it at Boothland Crescent uh, the home of York City as Geisley faced uh, York there uh, it was the last game York had with fans before unfortunately it moved into tier 3 I believe so therefore fans will have no chance of going back to Boobin Crescent after that game so it was a final of the time that that stadium would see fans within the ground if that makes sense uh, but along with that York, York's game today was actually called off with Bradford Park Avenue so it was their, also their last game there uh, nevertheless I was fortunate enough to be there so uh, what I was originally going to do was discuss the York game and the Farsley Celtic away game because uh, unfortunately I was unable to watch the uh, Fazer Celtic home game on the pre- side t- uh, a week ago today, so the Saturday prior to this. Uh, all of this will be coming out Sunday morning. Uh, I was unfortunately not able to watch that game, so I was going to talk about Monday's game uh, at Boogan Crescent as well as uh, Friday's away game at the Citadel, where guys were meant to be taking on Fazer Celtic, but unfortunately that game was postponed uh, due to the weather. I believe the pitch was just too hard. Uh, I put my Twitter saying it was wattled, which looks, came across as really daft because uh, I'll actually tag it to the original tweet where it quite clearly says it's not waterlogged and it's just something to do with the pitch being too hard. Uh, so yeah, it's really unfortunate that game got, got called off because it would have been an excellent way just to open up the new year against the Yorkshire Derby. Uh, but in terms of on a personal note, it was really disappointing because I'm not being able to cover that game. So what I was going to do was I was going to cover the Bradford City game on the Saturday for another another source that I write for called Vavil. Uh, I was going to cover the Bradford City game on that day. Then that game was called off. Uh, so I decided to myself, all right, I'll cover the Bradford Park Avenue versus York game. Uh, it's free on YouTube. Good enough game. Another Yorkshire derby. Final game at Boothan Crescent. Let's watch that. Then that game was postponed. So I thought, all right, I'll watch Forest Green versus Oldham because I've got connections with Oldham in terms of, well, if you watch my other podcast, the Bench Boys podcast, the cameraman is an Oldham Athletic fan. So I like to bully him a bit about that uh, so I originally was going to just watch that game and report on that game however that game was postponed in the 57th minute so a complete waste of time uh, as I was told I can't publish a match part and a game which was postponed before the 75th minute uh, so a bit of a nightmare of a weekend for me I ended up just watching the rest of the Huddersfield Town game uh, as a well as a Bradford fan I quite enjoyed watching them lose to Reading who obviously they did beat, they did beat. Uh, all those years ago in the playoff final but nevertheless said let's crack on with the guys who talk podcast uh, guys are in action then on Monday uh, against York I will put a snippet in at the uh, now was the actual atmosphere at the game for when York uh, obviously got the decisive goal uh, but in terms of the actual performance for, and a guy's point of view it was really underwhelming I'm not going to lie to you uh, guys did slip to just one place outside the relegation zone but join uh, on points with Alfreton Town I believe it is 
Uh, but yeah, really, really, really poor, to be honest with you guys. They didn't, they didn't really make any chances, to be honest with you, uh, throughout the entirety of the game. Just a second, so I'm just trying to find something very quickly. Uh, there we go, yep. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, sorry about that. Uh, guys, yeah, just failed to make any chances until about the 85th minute, I think it was, when Hamza Ben Sharif uh, had a header from a corner kick, which did test uh, Peter Jameson in the York City goal, but he was able to divert it over the post. Uh, other than that, it was in the end, it was a Joshua King free kick. Uh, not free kick goal, but a goal which came from a free kick, which ended up being the difference between the two sides. A uh, quick free kick, I believe it was. can't remember who took it now. See, this is the problem. I was going to record this section of the podcast right after the final start of the game, so I'd still be fresh in memory. But now, it's Saturday night. I've completely forgot what's happened over a week ago. Uh, but yeah, a ball in came in short. I think the guys, the defenders sort of switched off and didn't expect it, especially for a player like Josh King, who's a defender. So he's quite tall. You'd expect him to be really up there with physical presence. Uh, in terms of like heading it towards goal, but he kind of made a darting run to the front post, lost his man, really, really terrible marking to be honest with you, uh, by the Lions. And he was just able there, able to poke the ball past Brad Wade in goal, who you have to feel sorry for because whilst it was at his near post and as a goalkeeper point of view, you have to look at that and see Wade should be doing better. We, as a Geisley supporter, they know how fantastic of an addition Brad Wade is. He came in on loan last season, but this season he's been brilliant between the sticks, he's been commanding, uh, his distribution's been absolutely impeccable at times, and he's just a brilliant shot stopper, uh, despite his young age. I can definitely see him going on to play for Rochdale in the future if they were to take a chance to him, but uh, I think if he is to be released by Rochdale at the end of the season, because I believe his contract's coming to an end, Geisley should act on that. I don't know if he'd be willing to come there, especially if they get relegated, uh, but he would be a fine addition to the National League North if guys were able to acquire his services to play alongside Matt Gillum again, who, in case guys are fans don't know, he's actually the reason he joined Geisler. Uh, yeah, nevertheless, he got full back for Wade. He made some really good saves throughout the game. I think it was Jack Redshaw with a big chance from outside the box. Uh, took on a few guys and players and smashed it towards Wade, but the keeper was able just to uh, palm it away. Really good from him once again. Uh, dominant in the air, as usual, is Wade. He, every cross that came in, you could see him shouting for it or telling his defence to get it out. If not, he'd come out and just grasp it himself uh, as a well, the fantastic keeper he is. Um, but yeah, this result means York City move up to sixth in the table. Uh, no, sorry, they were in fourth, I believe it was, or fifth, but since, because obviously I'm filming after quite a few National League North games have played, uh, their position has changed. But they do have quite a few games at hand. For example, uh, top of the league, Gloucester. Uh, York currently have five games in hand on Gloucester, who currently sit ten points ahead of York. If York were able to obviously win all five games, which is unlikely at this level because any team can beat anyone, uh, they would then most likely move into the top position and make this league their own. Uh, I know a lot of York fans weren't best pleased with their actual performance coming up against the guys aside who, like I said, were absolutely just lacklustre and didn't really look interesting going for the victory, to be honest. Uh, a lot of York fans are disappointing, and I, I understand that. I understand where they're coming from, to be honest, because guys didn't create anything. The defence looked shaky. I mean, we they were playing Isaac Curry in midfield, who is not a midfielder. He's, to be honest, he's playing at right back. Uh, he's not really been gaining too many plaudits, which I feel harsh saying because I know he's quite a decent person uh, in real life. I talked to him in the train session, believe it or not, after one guy's the game. Uh, but yeah, he just he didn't really look comfortable in midfield alongside Andre Jones, who happy birthday to him because he turned uh, turned 29 years old, I believe it was, uh, on Friday. Um, but yeah. Curry just let the side down to get his red card. It was a stupid, reckless red card as well. Uh, his first tackle was actually a bit a really quite unlucky, not, uh, quite lucky not to get a red card in that itself. It was off the floor, studs up, took out his man on the near side, near side of the uh, manager's bench. 
uh, yeah, a really reckless challenge that was, and I think he was lucky to escape the red card then. So, three second challenge where he just left his foot in uh, on, I can't remember which York player was on, um, it was number seven, I've completely forgot his name. See, anyway, uh, but yeah, he left his foot in, took, took his man with him, and a deserved red card, in my opinion. Really, the referee had a decent game to refer to him, you can't really complain about any of the decisions that were made. Uh, he didn't let the atmosphere get to him at times. He made the correct call on pretty much everything. Him and the linesman was clearly a good communication because there was one decision where uh, the referee wasn't sure which way it went, but the liner did, and he told him the referee they had a bit of talking and then eventually he gave a decision, which I just think, for the National League North, you're not really expecting the best quality referees, but full, full applause to this referee. He had a great game to prefer to him. Made the correct decision in the uh, Isaac Curry sending off as well. But yeah, Curry, honestly for me, I'm not sure if he deserves to be getting back into the squad when his red card suspension eventually does come to an end, which will be for quite a while, I believe now, because guys have a few, a few weeks off uh, in terms of their actual games coming up, with the game of the weekend now being called off next Saturday up against Curzon Ashton, with Curzon Ashton uh, having a number of positive coronavirus cases. Hope everything's okay over there. And the weekend after that, I believe, they had a game against... Uh, God, I forgot who it was. Uh, I'll quickly check that now. It was against Leamington, but unfortunately that's been postponed because I believe Leamington have got to the next round of the FA Trophy or FA Cup or something like that. So the next game is not till Tuesday the 19th of January, uh, which is at home against Kilman Harris, which I will be at, so I'll be happy to report that. Uh, then the weekend after that, they're of course got Alford and Town, a massive game at the wrong end of the table. Um, but yes, if I'm being completely honest, I haven't really got much else to add about the York game. Just a really disappointing performance um, strikers were feeding off scraps didn't really have much to go off when you've got the quality of Kane Felix who obviously got I believe he got a brace or he scored a brilliant goal last season at moving Crescent when guys travelled to York you've got to give him the chances and he wasn't receiving them same with John Wafula he's a big target man sort of presence he's got a good build on him but no crosses were coming in if that makes sense no one was driving forward or even creating any opportunities uh, I'd like to say first of all as well Big applause to George Cantrell at the back. I thought he had a really good game, to be fair to him. I think at the moment he's standing out as probably either Geyser's best player or at least one of a number of a good player in a very poor squad, if that makes sense. Because George Cantrell, uh, despite his young age, come from Sheffield United, he just looked brilliant. He looked composed on the ball. He can play in centre mid, right back, left back. I think he's even played centre back a few times this season. He's just looked very good when it's come to it. And I think Cantrell is possibly the best player at the club right now if, if him is Ken Felix um, but yeah nevertheless that's going to bring the end to this week's episode of the Guys Talk podcast first of all massive apologies that this episode didn't come out shorter and oh, apologies that it's so short I guess because nothing's really not really much to talk about no transfers the January transfer window doesn't really apply to National League North clubs because obviously they can make signings all year round so um, yeah nothing else really much to add disappointing in terms of the York game Disappointing in terms of the calling off of the Faz Celtic game, obviously really disappointing in the fact that they've not got a game now for the next two weeks. Hopefully they might be able to get Marcus Bignot and Russ O'Neill might be able to get a couple of friendlies in there just to keep match fitness up and, and sharpness up of course. Uh, but yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Hope you all enjoyed. Sorry it was a bit of a short episode. I will hopefully be having a guest on next week to make up for the lack of an episode this week. Uh, I'll have to let you all know about that on Twitter in due course. You can double check the Twitter. It's at guy to talk on my personal Twitter at GameRamsey underscore. You can double check them both out. Uh, don't know why I said double check, but you can check them both out. And yeah, been the end of this week's episode. Hope you all enjoyed, and I'll talk to you soon. Goodbye.